bless you. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we are grateful to you for the living word of God, which is meat to our spirits and souls. Thank you so much that your word is ever living and your word works. I bless you, Lord, thanking you for offerance this morning to each of us. In the precious name of Jesus, do we pray. Amen. I ask you to turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 15, verse number 1. I thank God for Jesus. Matthew 15, verse number 1. The Bible says that then the scribes and the Pharisees who were from Jerusalem came to Jesus saying, Why do your disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat bread. He answered and said to them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God because of your traditions? For God commanded saying that honor your father and mother, And he who curses the father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, whoever says to his father and mother, whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift of God. Then he needed not honor his father or mother. Thus, you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your traditions or by your tradition. Hypocrites, well did Isaiah say, prophesying, where did Isaiah prophesy about you saying, These people draw nigher to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. And when he had called the multitude to him, to himself, he said to them, Hear and understand. Not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Then his disciples came and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard this saying? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind leads the blind, both will fall into the ditch. Amen. This is very important. You know, Sometimes the traditions of men, I mean, these are written here, but I can tell you, sometimes the traditions of men can get us off guard obeying the word of the Lord. I pray that everyone will learn to be a man of faith following the Lord. Hallelujah. This morning, I want to share with you, this short time that we have, make sure you are planted by the Father. Amen. So the title of my message is, Make Sure You Are Planted by the Father. Now, it may seem so very simple, but it's not as simple as it is. 
scripture we read, something has provoked Jesus to say something that is very crucial, something very important, something that should be the bedrock of everybody who calls himself a child of God. Here we are, the people, the scribes, in verse number one, the scribes and the Pharisees, who taught they knew God. And today many people think they know God. They could not even recognize Jesus, whom to know is life eternal, so as to allow him to work in their lives. And so they... When Jesus was trying to bring attention to the fact that, my friend, if you are writing, if you are scribing the laws, you are writing things concerning the kingdom of God, it does not make you a participant or a member of the kingdom. And so Jesus now begins to release a very important matter. Because they went and questioned him, having to do with the fact that they don't wash their hands. They don't obey the traditions. And let me tell you, sometimes we too, sometimes we combine ourselves with all kinds of traditions that may not release us to serving the Lord. But this morning, that's not what I want to share with you. I want to share with you what is very critical. Two things that Jesus said which really hit my heart and I thought, hmm, it needs to be considered. Hallelujah. Or those, those ones need to be considered. And that's in the verse number 10. Because we don't have much time. The Bible says that when he had called the multitude to himself. After the interaction with the, 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 the scribes and the Pharisees. Now Jesus wanted them to know it clearly. And to understand how you can be a member of the kingdom of God. Which they so called taught they, 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 were a member. they were members. So the Bible says that Jesus, in state number 10, I want to say something. When he had called the multitude to himself, he said to them, hear and understand. I pray that this morning you will hear and understand. Amen. You know, sometimes there is a big assumption that everybody understands. But this morning, may the Lord grant unto you understanding. You won't say amen. Because things of the Spirit, let me be honest with you, if you are carnal, you will not understand them. When he had called the multitude to himself, he said to them, hear and understand. I want you to catch a revelation. Jesus precisely was saying, I want you to catch a revelation about the truth. And then he goes further to say, not what goes into the mouth defiles a man. But what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. Hallelujah. Not what you eat declares who you are. If God has blessed you and you have good success, you eat very well, that doesn't make you special child of God. For he said, not what goes in, what you take inside tells who you are. But what comes out of your mouth, this defiles a man. And may I tell you something? 
I've been very mindful of some of these scriptures because that's what I use for my own life to find out what is inside of me or to show me who I am. And let me be honest with you. If you want to know the truth, what people do and say tells exactly who they are. Hallelujah. So Jesus calling and say, hear and understand. These people are very religious people. And they are condemning everything. They have organized their laws and rules. Wanting for you to fit in. And as you do it, it will show as if you are really a child of God. Jesus says, hear and understand. But the truth is what comes out of you, your actions. What you say. But for me, the interesting bit, I wouldn't waste much, take much time on this particular one because that's not a focus for this morning. In the next scripture, would you read for me please? Stay alive. One, two. This is a matter. Then the disciples came and said, you know, when Jesus had spoken to them and left, and he was going with his disciples, they came and said, Eh, Master, wait a minute. You have caused trouble. What you said has offended the Pharisees and the scribes. They are very agitated. They are very angry. But you see, once again, you see what is coming out. What Jesus said is actually, it has gone to provoke who they are. Hallelujah. What Jesus said that they did not understand, it has gone to provoke who they are. You know, I have come to become a believer in this truth. That no matter how you are provoked, If really the Lord is reciting in you, when you are provoked, you will still show the Lord. Amen. If the Lord is in you and you are doing your best in religion, when you are provoked, that which is in you will come out. And so, hear and understand and use this probably to see your own standing with the Lord. So when he said, the disciples said to him, They are very, very angry. Then it caused Jesus now to come out with a revelation. The Bible says, But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly father has not planted will be uprooted. It's a matter of, I want you to think very deep and don't take it at the facial level. Every plant that my father has not planted will be uprooted. What does that mean? Do you know that to become a Christian, do you know that to be a sincere child of God, some things take place in the spirit. The father has to get you and plant you by Jesus. If those people were planted, 
And today we have many people who are in churches. They are there for religion, but have not been invited or have not been plucked out by the Lord. And that's why we are saying that make sure, make sure your own self that you are planted. It is very easy to say I'm a child of God. It is very easy. But as I talk to many people and as I encounter people, as you begin to have interactions with them, that's when you see they are true who they are. Hallelujah. But this morning for you, make sure that the Father has actually gotten hook of you. You see, Jesus said that, he said, if any plant that does not involve my Father doing it, you can be sure it's only a matter of time. It will be uprooted and it will be. So when you are in the flow of religion, It's a very dangerous thing. Then the next scripture he said, let them alone. Jesus now tells his disciples, don't worry. They are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind leads the blinds, both will fall into the ditch. They are heading to, that ditch is not Amena. That ditch is hell. That's the reason why it's important that we all make sure That the Father has brought us in and we stay. And let me tell you how you can can be very sure the Father brought you and you are abiding. Let's go to John chapter chapter 15, verse number 1 to 5. John chapter 15. And this actually should be the standard for everybody who is with the Lord. The Bible says that Jesus said, I am the true vine. My Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. And then the verse number 5 says, I am the vine. You are, my, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Amen. Now when you come to Christ, there is only one station. You come to Christ and you stay. You don't come to Christ and be truant and be going. There are so many people who have given themselves to faith or they have been drawn or maybe somebody even invited them and casually they gave their heart to the Lord and they are just trying, hanging around. Let me tell you, something takes place when there is God hooking a man and bringing him. When he has said, any plant that is not planted by my father is uprooted. What does that mean? This morning, God can pass through us right now and let somebody who has been supposedly in the faith, but has hung around for some time, 
Probably he thought he was a believer. But genuinely he's not. God has to reveal Jesus to you before you can have the real Christian experience. Are you listening to me? It is the Father himself that pulls men before they can come to Jesus and abide. If that had not taken place, I can assure you, you will be like the scribes and the Pharisees. You will always be offended by something. And so let's quickly have a look at something. How Jesus explained how people come to him. In John chapter 6, verse 44. John six forty-four. If you have made your notes, would you now look on the board and read the scripture boldly? And nicely and loudly. One, two. Hmm. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. And I will raise him up. At the last day. Jesus is saying. Anybody who. Will really make it on that last day. Is that type of person. That when he heard the word of God. The father hooked his heart. And brought him. Let me tell you something. Whenever there is an altar call here. The father must have come to you. And say. It is your turn. Come. And when he pulls you. After you have come in, you now decide to abide. You become very solid. Everything about you had to do with Jesus Christ. You see, when he was emphasizing, abide, 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 several people are in their minds, in their minds, think they are Christians. So it has been like this. Ding dong, ding dong. Let me tell you, a person who abides in the Lord also flow his life. Praise the Lord. And that's what Jesus was telling the Pharisees that indeed, if you were really a people who really know the Father, you will be flowing life through you. Hallelujah. And so, it is very important each one of us really examines, has the Father hooked me? Because you see, statements such as, no one. No one. You know, when I'm reading the Bible and I come across some very strong statements such as this, by the grace of God, I don't gross over at all. Because no one is no one. What is the explanation of no one? Its explanation is no one. Nobody can ever, ever call himself a believer and a true child of God when that person's heart has not been hooked by the Lord To bring him to Jesus. And so this morning there may be people here. Who have been faithful in so many ways. Naturally you pay your tithe. You come to church regularly. But truly, truly out of you shows that indeed the father has not hooked your heart. I want you to know this is your opportunity. 
the opportunity to say, Father, I'm hearing something and it's now very clear. I can sense your invitation. Therefore, I'm ready to come to you. And not only to come, but now to come and abide. Hallelujah. You probably may still be saying, oh, I've been a Christian, but Pastor, what are you talking about? Please don't argue with me as you are sitting in your seat because the message is not for argument. But I will tell you an experience. When somebody has been hooked by the Father, or a group of people have been hooked by the Father, and he draws them to Jesus, they have their own testimony and they have their own language. Praise the Lord. Do you remember in the book of, uh, in the book of John, chapter 4, a man, a woman, who was a very, well, what's that? She was a harlot, put, to put it blunt. Had an encounter with Jesus. Jesus told her all that she ever did. Are you listening to me, a child of God? Jesus told her all that she ever did. Which was not pleasant. But then as she, has, she had the interaction with Jesus. Back and forth. And Jesus now hated that matter as I have just mentioned. Ah, the woman put the bucket down. And decided that. This thing that this man is telling me. If he was an ordinary person. He could not be talking like this. So in John chapter 4, when the woman has said, has dropped her bucket and ran quickly to town. Listen to me carefully. Run quickly to town. When he went, there were men playing dummy football and everything. She started shouting. Hey, men of this city of Samaria, come. I have met a man. That told me all that I ever did. Verse 39. Let's go to verse 39. And when the Bible says that she has shouted and talked, listen to something that happened. And many of the Samaritans in the city, well, let's go a little up. Now, when this woman, maybe 37, 37, for in this the saying is true. One sows, another reaps. Continue. I sent you to reap this one. Sorry about that. I sent you to reap. Let me just capture it for you. This time Jesus was talking to his disciples because the woman has left and she was making her announcement. Why? Because God has hooked the heart of this woman and this woman was so helpless than to just go around and tell the men of the city, you know, come and see a man who told me all that I ever did. And so the Bible says that and, and many of the Samaritans of the city believed him because of the word of the woman who, who testified. He told me all that I ever did. I already told you that. Now, this was only the gospel that a woman was preaching. Please come and see a man that told me all that I ever did. Now, let's continue in the verse 40 to 42. So, when the woman had come to him, they urged him. When, sorry. When, so, when the Samaritans had come to Jesus, they urged him to stay with them 
And he stayed there for two days. Now, one invitation. Are you listening, a child of God? The woman has said, you come and see. Meet a man that told me all that I ever did. All the men, they ran. They went and then they were with Jesus. And then Jesus began to talk. Bible didn't disclose what Jesus said. But amazingly, God, you see, Bible says that, we read the scripture, when the Bible says that no one can come to me except the Father has drawn him. Now the Father has hooked these men, and now they have come to Jesus, and when they listened to him, they started pleading, Papa, hey, we beg you, don't leave us. Just give us two more days of your time because we want to hear more and more. Let me tell you something. A person that has been hooked by the Lord, he wants to hear, he is excited, and he wants to remain at the feet of Jesus. And so now they said that, though they urged Jesus. So two days Jesus stayed with them. And verse 41, the Bible says that, And many more believed because of his word. They believed Jesus because the things they were hearing now had come to them in such a strong manner. And now they realize that, nah, this is a different man. But I love the next verse. <clears throat> then they said to the woman, hello, listen to this. Then they said to the woman, probably somebody invited you here. Probably you have been fellowshipping here. Probably you have come and you are known. I want to tell you something. It goes beyond you being known by the pastor. Because the Bible says that then they said to the woman, Now we believe. Praise the Lord. Not because of what you said. For we ourselves, we ourselves have heard him. And we know that this indeed, the Christ, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. I want to ask the question. Who told them that they, Jesus was the Savior of the world? Something was revealed to their hearts when the woman only gave the invitation. So they felt that na, 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 na. You have brought us, woman. We thank you for bringing us to the man. But may we tell you that your, invita- your invitation doesn't matter anymore. For we heard him for ourselves. And now we know that indeed Jesus is the Christ. Hallelujah. Jesus is the Savior. Let me tell you, you're coming to church. You're, 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 you're doing everything that is required of you. May I ask you, have you had that personal encounter when you are hearing God saying that, hear this? Have you been hooked by the Father? When people are hooked, this is how they talk. Praise the Lord. When people have had personal encounters with the Lord, this is how they speak. Woman, we thank you all, but we want you to know that after listening to him for two days, we just sense in our heart, we just know it. It has settled that indeed Jesus Christ 
He is the Savior of the world. Amen. Have you come to that point? Do you think that your revelation has come because the Father hooked you and brought you to Jesus? And therefore you are now abiding. And everything is... And let me tell you, the Bible says that any plant that my Father has not planted, everything else will come blow it away. This morning, in this short moment of time, I want you to consider carefully. Let me tell you, what is happening in the world is defining the standing of many people. And I pray that you would have been hooked by the Lord to such an extent that no matter what, as for you, it was the Father who brought you. Praise the Lord. You will only remain when the Father had hooked you. If the Father has not hooked you, oh, you will do it, but it will be religion practice, practicing religion. And so this morning, as I have a few minutes to tell you this. I want you to consider, have you really, or you're coming to the Lord. You know, I meet a lot of people, and then when you begin to talk to them, almost everybody has the knowledge that he's the Savior of the world, but they have not been hooked by the Father. This morning, give yourself the chance to be hooked by the Father, because no one can come to me except he has been hooked by the Father. Please believe it. No one can come to me except the Father brings him. And this is a matter we need to consider carefully. And so when Jesus had had this experience, it became very clear to the men of the city that no, we thank you, but don't thank you. We ourselves, when we met him, now it was a settled matter that indeed he is the savior of the world. Has it been revealed to you like that? Let me, as I bring it to a close, let's go to Second Corinthians chapter 3. Verse number 5 and 6. The Bible says that, not that we are sufficient. Let me tell you, when you are hooked by the Father and you are remaining in Him, this is the way you live. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves. Many people trust in themselves. Many people, you know, boast about their abilities. Let me tell you, if you were hooked by the Father and were brought to Jesus, you will see that everything is by the Father. Hallelujah. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves. But our sufficiency is from God. Six, who made us sufficient ministers of the new covenant? Not the letter, but the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. Amen. When the spirit hooked them and brought them, they were so desirous of the word of God, they pleaded with Jesus to stay for two days and they wanted to continue. And then the Bible says, if you abide in me, you will bear much fruit. So the transformation started taking place because they were at the right place. Not only because they were at the right place, they were also hooked by the Father and brought them to Jesus. So it was much easier for them to have the revelation of who Jesus was. What has been your experience? 
As it being that somebody invited you to church. And then when you came, you just said to yourself, I like this church. I think I like the way they do their things. Let me be here. Thank God it's, a, it's nice. But maybe the Father has not shown you Jesus. And let me tell you, if the Father has not shown you Jesus, it is only a matter of time. Any plant that has not been planted by my Father, it will be uprooted. When the wind blows, when difficulty comes, when the atmosphere changes, very soon, please don't get there to be uprooted and to be thrown away. But if the Lord is revealing Jesus to your heart right now, my plea is that you will respond and say, Father, I can sense you are hooking my heart and connecting me with Jesus. When you do that, I can tell you that when you come in and you abide, no matter what will happen under the sun, on that last day, Jesus will identify you and say that this one is my own. Hallelujah. As we come to pray, may I ask you, your own personal life, were you hooked by the Lord to come to Jesus? Were you brought in? Oh, it was an invitation. And because you've gone through it, let me tell you, we stand in danger for our children. I mean, you can imagine somebody like us. Once we, God gives us children, they will have no choice than to follow us to church. And they will know all the rudiments of church. But let me tell you, if they don't get to the point where they can encounter Jesus and be hooked by Jesus, encounter the Lord, drawing them to Jesus, for them to begin to see the revelation, their language will be different. Because you remember that what is inside of you will come out. Correct? So the same way, our children, if they don't encounter Jesus for themselves, it is likely that they can look, oh, that's how my father preaches. He will preach like his father, but he, it will have no substance. When he is outside preaching, what he says will be different from what he, what, what he was preaching. And let me tell you, the examination that is so clear for everybody who really has been hooked by the Father and had been affected is that person that wherever he finds himself, he is still carrying Jesus. This morning, as we come to pray, you bow your heads. Were you hooked by the Father? Were you hooked by the Father or it was an invitation? Can you boldly say, and probably this morning as I was speaking, you could sense that this is why my life has not been. Listen, it is an opportunity for you to really, really jam it. Maybe you are sitting here and it is becoming very clear to you that Father is inviting me. Wherever you are sitting, say, Pastor Dennis, I can sense the Father calling me to Jesus. It's going to be a special experience for you. If you want to do that, you lift your right hand, that I, I can sense the Father calling me to come to Jesus. You lift your right hand, and I will see you. God bless you, brother. God bless you richly. Who else is saying, I can hear and sense the Father calling me? God bless you. God bless you. It's not me, oh, it is the Father. 
Because he has seen your need. And he wants to hook you to his son. With your, with your hand up, would you stand to your feet? Just stand wherever you are. We're going to go and connect you to the Lord. Sometimes you can see the Lord is hooking somebody. The Father himself is hooking somebody to say, Hey, I want to connect you to, to my son. But you are still struggling. This is an opportunity for you. God bless you, brother. God bless you, brother, too. Who is also saying that, Father, I hear you calling and I will not resist you. The two of you, wherever you, as you are standing there, just sincerely from the bottom of your, of your heart, say this prayer together with me. Heavenly Father, say it after me wherever you are. Heavenly Father, I thank you for hooking my heart and drawing me by your love. To the Son of God. I have yielded to Him right now. Because in myself. I knew. That I wasn't standing well. But thank you for the invitation. Now Lord. I surrender to Jesus. And I ask that He will forgive me. And cleanse me. And deliver me from everything that hooked me out from the Lord. As I open my heart. I receive you as my Lord and my personal Savior. Jesus, I am yours. Forgive me of all of my sins. And dwell in me. That I may abide forever with you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Please be 